Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? I'm not going to tell you what I did. Good morning. How y'all doing? I'm sorry, y'all. Give me just a second. You got a studio. Good morning. How y'all doing? So, sorry for my lateness. We walked in this morning, or I walked in this morning, and there were a few studio issues going on that were beyond my capacity. And um, I'm still learning radio. And the tech side of what I do is not necessarily what I'm supposed to be doing, but I pushed the button. And hopefully I pushed the right button. Like I pushed the button and everything came back on. Oh my gosh, I am laughing at myself this morning. So when the music came back on, I was like, is this really what's happening? So hopefully it started everything. Good morning, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, how y'all doing this morning? So I'm laughing. I'm laughing at my own self. Like, oh my gosh, it is so, so funny. Good morning, welcome, welcome, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Akeisha. It's your girl LMJ in this house. We're running a little bit behind, but guess what? We're going to still spend the time that we need to spend in the Word. I'm a little bit of a Southern girl, so let me say, hey, y'all, hey. How y'all doing this morning? If this is your first time logging on, we so welcome you. Like, we welcome you. We welcome you. We appreciate you. Now, do me a favor. Go share the video right now. Last night, we had Bible study, and we had a little bit of online difficulty, but... We were able to get some of it and share it in our private group. And if you are not in the building, can I tell you something? If you live locally, think about coming to have Bible study with us on Tuesday nights. Go on and press then. I am so proud of the women that are there. We are growing together. God is doing some just amazing things in our life. And he was in the building. He was in the building last night. If you needed a touch, um, if you were looking for something from him, He was definitely on the scene last night. So we were super, super excited about that. I want to um, encourage you just to keep moving. Um, I want to encourage you just to um, stay focused. And I want to encourage you above anything to love. Now, I want to share something. I always share a little bit of something. I always always, um, say we're going to pray. I want to pray. I want to pray and deal with just like the spirit of jealousy. Um, sometimes we can be operating and, and oh, thank you for that, LV Nelson. Thank you for that. Sometimes we can be operating in a spirit of jealousy and not even realize it. Jealousy is a very powerful force. 
Um, and the way to overcome jealousy is um, through God's word that the verses lead us back to a path of patience, faith, and self-control. Uh, often when we're operating in jealousy, it's because we don't have patience, faith, and self-control, and we don't have a clear vision of our own selves. And when we don't have a clear vision of our own selves, it's easy for us to be jealous of someone else. And so then when someone else gets blessed, we're never really happy of them, we're happy for them. When someone else is moving or it looks like things are working for them, we're never really happy for them. Um, you'll find yourself uh, dealing with a spirit of jealousy if every time something, uh, someone does increase, you got something smart to say, you got something sarcastic to say, uh, you always got something negative to say, you always picking something out or someone over. And so this morning, I just wanna pray against the spirit of jealousy because that spirit is, killing our families, it's killing our communities, it's killing our relationships. And a lot of times when we're jealous is because of our lack of self-contentment. And we don't even realize we're not content. We don't even realize uh, we're operating in what we we are operating in and that jealousy has hit the scene. It's very divisive, and but it can be dealt with and it can be dealt with in the word and i taught a lesson one time and i titled the lesson are you jealous and um it's a hard thing too um but this morning god was just talking to me about jealousy he was talking about how this um spirit spirit was uh rampart through the body of christ how this spirit was damaging the body of christ how many of us don't even realize we're walking in it and the reason that we're walking in it is due to a lack of self we're not content with who god called us to be we're not content in ourselves and so the spirit of jealousy will lay kind of dormant and hit it and you won't even know. So here are just some tips that you may be a jealous person or you may be dealing with the spirit of jealousy. And you may not want even want to false praise, my God, praising someone and you're really not happy for that person, downplaying a person's success, uh, flaunting your success so that another person that doesn't look successful at the moment, um, imitating a person can be jealousy not walking in your authentic self, but duplicating what someone else does, trying to do what someone else does, becoming competitive with another person could be a sign of jealousy, um, celebrating a, a person's failures. And so the minute that person messes up, then you guys some see, I told you they weren't perfect, or see, I told you they wasn't right, or not wanting that person to be successful. Gossiping behind a person's back is a sign of jealousy. And of course, hate. Uh, when we pay false compliments, we don't really believe that. We don't really like the person belittling a person's success and then boasting about your own success. Can I tell you something? Jealous people tend to cross their legs in certain situations. I'm just being honest. Um, jealous people are anxious to compete. And jealous people are usually known as copycats. They don't have any authenticity within themselves but they're operating in a spirit of jealousy. And that spirit has been running rampart in the kingdom, of, in our kingdom community. And this morning we're gonna pray against it and we're gonna um, 
We're going to deal with it this morning. Jealousy is going to hinder your blessings. Yeah, you're right, Hilda. Jealousy is going to keep you from walking in the fullness of what you have. You shouldn't even, I have something on my mirror. What I think about someone else doesn't matter. You shouldn't even have your mind, your mouth, or anything else. And if someone is being successful in the area that you hope to be, then get about your business. And the same God we serve, he's no respecter of person, will do what he do. I want to give you a couple of scriptures towards jealousy, and then we're going to get into today's word. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So if you've been dealing with a spirit of jealousy, uh, God is providing the way out this morning so that you can endure it. Um, often we don't recognize we're the person walking in jealousy. I remember one time I was being critical of a friend of mine and God showed me, he was like, you're jealous of her. You're jealous because she has the boldness to walk in the authenticity of herself. She has the boldness to walk in the authenticity of herself and you don't. So you're jealous of her because she's doing things that you really wish you could do. And so I, I'm just saying, just meditate on that and ask the Lord to show you if there's anything in your heart that looks jealous. James 4 and 11, brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you're not keeping it, but you're sitting in judgment on this. And we want to make sure that we're not being judgeable. We want to make sure that we're not checking anybody else, but we're checking ourselves. So Let's go on and pray and deal with that. Let's curse that spirit at its root so that we can walk into the fullness of who we are. And let's get into the word today. Y'all ready for the word? Y'all ready for the word? Well, good. I'm ready to share it with you. If you're just logging on, we're just we're just dealing with a spirit of jealousy this morning. We're being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We're allowing him to prick our hearts, our minds, our spirits, and our souls and deal with us if we may be dealing with anything where jealousy is concerned so that we can move forward. We do not need jealousy in the body of Christ. I'm going to say this again. We do not need jealousy in the body of Christ. And this is not for you to start picking apart the people around you. Search yourself. Search yourself. If you're on here every morning and you're not searching yourself and you're searching everybody around you, you're not yourself, then we got a problem because the word is for yourself first and then it's for everybody else. So let's go on and pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for your gentle reminders. My God, we thank you for correcting us and loving us through the word and giving us examples and providing for us a way of escape, Lord God. We thank you for centering, teaching us to center our hearts and our minds on you, Father God, so that we can be focused in your word. We thank you, Father God, for a spirit of truth. We thank you, Father God, for a spirit of love. We thank you for a spirit of peace. We thank you for a spirit of joy. We cancel every assignment of the enemy off our lives, and we bind the spirit of jealousy back to the pits of hell from which it came and that it will no longer be operative in our lives and our family and our friends and our government and our city our state and our nation and saying we serve you notice we will no longer authenticate this spirit father god we thank you for your word we thank you for your truth we thank you for your peace father god we thank you for your love now show us the areas of my our heart that do not align with your word and father god as we go through this devotional today give us revelation knowledge open 
the eyes of our understanding. So, so Lord God, that the Holy Spirit may increase in our life and we may decrease, Lord God. Let the word of God take precedent in our life. Let the word of God be our only truth. Let the word of God, my God, be the final say-so. And let the word of God be our whole counsel. Father God, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you for a fresh anointing this morning because the anointing is what destroys the yokes. We thank you for your holiness. Jesus, give us your holiness. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are operating in us and through us. And we are manifesting, Father God, and the fruit of it. We thank you, Father God, for your word. We thank you, Father God, for your peace. We thank you, Father God, for your joy. My God, we thank you for manifestation and divine revelation. Father God, forgive us for just mimicking you. Forgive us for just mimicking you. Let us walk in your spirit and your truth. Lord, show me any area in my heart that doesn't line with your word. Now let the words of my mouth, of my heart, be acceptable in your sight. You are my strength. You are my redeemer. And we thank you in all things in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. So hopefully, uh, and it doesn't always mean you get all the revelation right now. Hopefully you will allow the Holy Spirit to search your heart. We do not have time for jealousy in the body. Uh, we got to deal with that. We got to make sure um, we're not operating in that because the, at the point that you're jealous, your eyes and focuses on someone else and God can't really do what he needs to do for you. Now, I need to backtrack. I need to stay. I need to get back into something today. I need to talk to you a little bit about something. We entered into, um, we were at the pool of Bethesda. We're following Jesus. Uh, we've been talking about this grave robber series. Jesus has been coming in on search a scene, such a scene and demonstrating himself in, um, to us in so many ways. And so by now, uh, we should see the, the case for Christ. We should see the case for Christ. And I just want to share with you just a little bit, just a few more minutes this morning. I just want to give you a few more things to resonate in and to think on and to remain steadfast in. Um, and if you're just tuning in, do me a favor, go ahead and share this video and put it. I'm praying that the eyes of your heart are open this morning and that you begin to see the areas in your life in which you, my God, in which you've been lacking faith in which you don't see God and which you have not allowed God to manifest in. We were at the pool of Bethesda and we were seeing Jesus was having a communication or a conversation with the lame man. And we know that he was at the pool and that there were others around the pool as well who uh, were waiting on a healing, who were waiting on a healing, but for some reason they missed the healer. They were waiting on a healing, and for some reason, they missed the healer. They missed that the healer was in amongst them. And this morning, as I was meditating and I was getting ready to move forward, the Holy Spirit started taking me back. And he said, and he was just showing me this. He said, you need to ask the people again, where am I amongst them? Where have they not allowed me to connect to their life? Where have they been believing me? for a miracle and it hasn't manifested manifested yet or where have they been only partially plugged in not fully plugged plugged in not full full of faith and we know without faith it's impossible to please god and he took me to this little bit of scripture and he just told me he said i need you to just meditate right there i need y'all to stay right here and it says jesus told the man stand up pick your mat and walked and it said instantly the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. But the miracle happened on the Sabbath. We're not even gonna fo focus on that. But it says immediately the man was made well. This 
happened as the man responded in faith and did exactly what Jesus told him to do. There is always instructions for your, there is always instructions for your healing. And then there has to be a willingness to obey. Jesus told him to do. And a moment before this, it seemed like it was impossible to do. It seems like it was incapable. If we trek over to when Peter then were out fishing and the Lord told them to go back out and cast their nets again, Jesus was on the scene. And something just occurs when Jesus is on the scene. So this morning, I need you to meditate on this particular powerful part of scripture and ask yourself, where is my life not aligned to Christ? Where am I not recognizing him? Where have I not allowed him to come in? Perhaps it's a particular relationship. Perhaps you're still holding on to things and you haven't allowed him to, to be Christ in your life. Perhaps you haven't recognized him in this particular area. Perhaps you're missing him because the, the fact that his healing was confirmed immediately. Now, can I tell you something? When your muscles have atrophied, when you're in a position where you've been lame for a long time, you really shouldn't even have strength. As a matter of fact, in this natural world, come on, Holy Spirit, your body has to be built back up so that you can be strong enough. You have to go through physical therapy and all of these things when you've been lame. But an immediate an immediate power came to him when Jesus was on the scene. An immediate power, an immediate strength came to him that his muscles were not even atrophied anymore. And, he said, and we know this to be true because Jesus spoke a word to him and told him, get up, take up your mat and walk. And he did what he, he was told to do. Do you know why he did what he was told to do? Because he believed, my God, that when Jesus spoke, he believed from the moment that Jesus spoke. And so I'm going to ask you this, and I need you to really think about this because it wasn't about the water, my God. As a matter of fact, Jesus spoke a word and healed him with no water. He didn't even have to get in the water. It wasn't about a, a water. It was about Jesus. It was about Jesus. And so I'm asking you this morning, where is he not connected? My God, where is he not plugged in? Where are, it's not that he, where are you not fully plugged in? What have you not surrendered to him? And we learned about surrender last night in Bible study, the complete turnover, the complete submission to him. Where are you not? Because can I tell you something? If you're still looping around that same fence, if you're still going around that same door, if you keep getting back to this same place, if you're in this same position, there is some place in which you have not allowed or you're not connected to the power source. And so this man had not connected until he connected to the power source that is manifesting. My God, that is manifesting. So where in your life are you not connected to the power source? Where is it just mental ascent? Where are you mimicking? Where are you mocking? Where have you not allowed Jesus in? There is no circumstance. There is no obstacle or limitation that can stand in the way of God's miracle for you. Oh, that's good. We can get frustrated when things are not happening in our timetable. It may look impossible, but God may move in a different way than you thought. And so yesterday I brought this 
this up? Where are you looking for him to do the same things? And we're back on this thing again. And he's just saying, look at this. Immediately when he connected to me, his the thing that he needed most, which was his healing, manifested. So where in your life are you not connected to him? Where do you have your hands still on this situation? Or where are you looking for mama or your job or someone else to do what only Jesus can do? Because when you're properly plugged in, when you're properly connected to Christ, a miracle, a change, a thing only has to happen when you're full of faith. And I told y'all before, if we would just position ourselves when our faith is weak and our faith is weary, instead of pretending like we have all the answers, instead of pretending like we have all the right words to say, if we would just position ourselves, my God, if we would just ask the Holy Spirit, help me to help me with the areas in my life in which I'm walking in, in belief, I'm going to surrender control over you. I don't have the capacity to fix this broken relationship. I don't have the capacity right now to heal my body. I don't have the capacity for my finances. I don't have the ca capacity for this. I need Jesus. Here again, we see an instant healing. See, that's significant. Here again, we see an instant healing, an instant manifestation of God working. God's going to grant healing in response to the faith of the person who decides to be healed. This happened because he trusted God as his word. This happened because he believed God. It says instantly the man was healed. Jesus told him, he said, pick up your bed and walk. He said, pick up your bed and walk. It says instantly the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat, began walking. My God. He rolled up his sleeping bag and he began walking. He had to surrender the state. He had to get his eyes off the pool. He had to get his eyes off the water. He couldn't be consumed by his circumstance. And so I'm just asking you this, this morning, search yourself, search the situation. Look at, look at what's going on around you. Ask yourself, where am I not properly plugged in? My God, where am I not properly pl plugged in? Where am I not properly connected to God? Where is my faith in this circumstance, in this situation? He only wanted him rely upon himself. He only wanted him to trust. God wanted to get the glory. And so perhaps the change hasn't come because you're still dependent upon someone else. Perhaps the change hasn't come because you don't have revelation of who Christ is in this situation. You're still trying to make it happen. You're still trying to deal with it. You won't surrender. Surrender means I'm going to completely turn control over this. I'm going to stop resisting you, God, even if it comes uh, becomes uncomfortable, even if it doesn't feel good. I'm going to stop resisting you. I'm not going to force this situation to happen the way that I feel like it needs to happen. I'm going to force this situation to be, I'm going to force myself to be connected to you, to properly, completely. I'm, can I tell you something? My God, I'm not going to backtrack to the thing that I think that works. I'm not going to backtrack. I'm not going to go back to old familiar places. I'm not going to go back to big. I'm not going to backtrack to the thing that thinks it works. I'm not going to be double-minded. I'm going to become stable because I know Christ is working this thing out. My God, you've got to get a revelation that when you're properly plugged in and when you're tapped into Christ, Christ is on the scene and his, the promises of God are yes and amen. He's the way, the truth, and the life. There was no time that they not, did not connect to Jesus that what they needed didn't happen. That, that what they needed didn't happen. This man had got as far as he could on his own. And then Jesus met him right where he was. Jesus desires to meet us right where we are. He had got, he, there was nothing else he could do for himself. 
And that's the case with Christ this morning. I'm telling you, I'm compelling you. There's nothing else that you can do for yourself. So if you've exhausted all your resources, my God, if you're tired, my God, if, you feel, if you're filthy, if you're overwhelmed, if you're consumed, if you're frustrated, if this situation has not, I'm, I'm, I'm just asking you, I'm compelling you this morning to completely turn this situation, this problem, over to Christ this morning. Walk away from it. Set it at the door. Lay it at the altar and say, you know what? I can't do this. I can't do this. I cannot do this on my own. I need you. I need you, Jesus, to take this and then keep the eyes of your heart and keep an attitude of expectancy because God is going to meet you exactly where you are. Jesus is going to meet you exactly where you are. He's going to meet you exactly where you are. He just needs you to keep your eyes on him. So how do you keep your eyes on him? You're going to have to get it in your word. You're going to have to study your word. You're going to have to praise. Do you know praise is your weapon? You're going to have to praise your way through. You're going to have to get your eyes off everybody else. You're going to have to stop expecting everybody else to be your solution. Everything else to be your solution. What you need is in the word. My God, you're going to have to get settled in your word, and the word has to become your lifestyle. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. You're going to have to abandon all negative thinking and focus on this word. Why? Because the word was Jesus. Well, that's it for today. I love y'all. I got to go. Why? Because the word was Jesus. The word was Jesus. The word was Jesus. The word was Jesus. I got to get out of here today. Let's go on and get our confession in this morning. If you don't have this confession, we email it out every day. If you log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, you'll get it. I appreciate you for that, Angela Moss Willingham. Surrendering yourself right now. Surrendering yourself right now. Surrendering yourself right now. Can I tell y'all something? Somebody, some of y'all are in warfare for some situations you ain't even got no warfare to be warned for. <laughs> You ain't even got no business warfare. It just takes a surrender. It just takes a surrender. And then every time your mind, can I tell you something? Every time your mind comes back up, cast down the negative thinking and set yourself, your mind on things above. Find you some scripture. Find you some word. Uh, resist the devil and he'll flee. And he'll flee out of your mind when you submit and surrender your mind to the word of God, my God. It says, I decree from this moment forward that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now in Jesus' name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I'm restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules changed, and battles won, which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I arise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are not open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance delay can delay me in Jesus' name. I'm honored by my Father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to him. I'm the object of his affection. I'm the apple of his eye. I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I need you to surrender today. <laughs> I need you to surrender today. Jesus is ready to do everything he needs to do. He'll meet you exactly where you are. You just got to get your hands off it. You just got to get your hands off of it. You got to make a decision today that you're going to place it all at the altar, that you're going to give it to him, that you're not going to rely on your own strength, that you're not going to try to do this on your own because it's not on you. It's on Jesus. 
It's not going to be, he doesn't want you to get the, he doesn't want you to get the credit for it. He doesn't want anybody else to get the credit for it. There are some things for you that only God can do. And if he does it through to someone else, that's fine. But he's not trying to allow anything but glory to be gotten out of your life. So just repent this morning. Father, I repent for any area of my life I have not submitted and surrendered. Father, forgive me for trying to operate and do it in my own strength. I release whatever the circumstance is to you. I release my children to you. And I will walk by faith. I release my finances to you. I release my husband to you. I release my ministry to you. I release my job to you. Thank you, Father, for meeting me exactly where I am. Thank you for meeting me exactly where I am. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you all so much. I love you all so much. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone else go experience the word of God through you. Be love, be light, my God. I love y'all so much. It's kingdom, baby. Love, peace, and blessings. Hey, tomorrow is the 4th of July. I'm still going on in the morning. I'll be on in the morning. I'll be at the house, but I'll be on in the morning. So we still have coffee and conversations in the morning. I'll still be back here at 5 a.m. in the morning. I love y'all so much. See you in the morning. Love, peace, and blessings. Love y'all. <laughs>